I'm Nash Moore, and this is the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. You can find this podcast as well as many others at our website, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, or anywhere podcasts are found. Follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Reddit for information on upcoming episodes and events. Today, I'm joined with Mariska Nell, host of the Mama Earth, Podta- Mama Earth Talk podcast. Be sure to check it out at mamaearthtalk.com. And she'll have time for her social plugs. But first, I wanted to know a little bit about your first steps in environmentalism. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so much for having me, Nash. Um, yeah, well, that was quite a journey. I mean, it all started kind of with my artwork. Um, so I, um, I studied interior design. So I've been working in the design industry for quite some time, but I've always been keen on creating artwork. And um, I was literally standing in front of our coffee machine using those single-use coffee capsules. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and just looking at these beautiful colors. And I, I still remember this, like, orange bright color. And I was just like, wow, that's so pretty. And I put it in the coffee machine. And as it, you know, gave me my, my coffee for the day, I was just like, what, what else can I do with these coffee capsules? I mean, I just feel they were pretty wasteful. And, you know, I used to take it for recycling, but I felt, you know, there has to be more to these capsules. So I decided, well, why don't I start incorporating it into my artwork? And about 913 capsules later, I had oh. like my first coffee addiction <laughs> lamp. I, I didn't drink all the coffee though. I have to say I had loads of help. Um, so yeah, so that, that really um, made me think about the whole process of this capsule. Like how is it recycled? You know, um, how many capsules can we actually make before we ra- run out of the materials? Uh, So it just made me realize that, you know, there might be some alternatives out there. And um, so it obviously started with the coffee capsules, but then I started looking into other materials as well. And yeah, like kind of, as they say, the rest was history. I then just totally got hooked on, you know, trying to see what I could do to live a more sustainable life and also to help others to kind of do the same as well. I think that is an excellent story just because that type of thing, it's something you don't really consider, but when you start to add them up, it is a lot of coffee cups and where, where do they all go? Honestly, exactly. it's, it's, a slight, it's a slight convenience, but is it necessarily worth it? Yeah. Cause I mean, um, like everyone always say it's so convenient to just get a takeout coffee or to get to take out this and you know, you have the packaging, but is it really that convenient? Because now I have to go and throw it in a bin and then you have to go and throw that bin out. And, you know, like I honestly, I can't stand going into a garbage room or anything. That smell just like blows me away. <laughs> so, so that's like the convenience that you're actually paying for because, you know, you need to get rid of it. And if anyone has ever been to a recycling facility as well, like, you know, that smell, oh my God. Oh yeah. I wish I, I wish I could just like bottle that and every single time you want to use a single use item, you know, just smell that and then decide whether you want to use it. <laughs> Maybe that's something you could explain a little bit more just because in America, we probably have a different system um, than you do in Australia. So do, do you want to sort of describe that sort of like recycling center or sort of what it looks like? on your end yeah well i actually went to one of um the facilities in brooklyn um i had like a very great tour with adrian grenier which was quite cool 
so so yes i've been i've been to kind of you know facilities from all over the world and you know usually with the recycling um facilities you you do get different type of facilities so the one in um brooklyn sims uh, facility and i also interviewed the manager on my podcast as well to get like more in-depth um, how they deal with it. So a lot of the facilities would just be sorting facilities. Um, so they would kind of bail together like all of the different types of plastic, you know, make sure that it's kind of either shredded or um, washed, but they don't really take care of the whole process to, you know, take your bottle, recycle it and make another bottle. They would just sort the materials out for you. And okay. in a lot of cases, um, there's so much contamination that they end up not being able to recycle all of the stuff that they get. So when you throw, you know, half eaten yogurt tub in the recycling facility, it's going to get all of the stuff dirty. And, you know, if you've got loads of paper in that, that all might be contaminated and that thing can't be really recycled. So it um, has to unfortunately go to landfill. Uh, so, so yeah, it really just depends on facility. And even in the US, it really depends um, from state to state. So even in the different states, they recycle different and mm. even from counties. So it really depends where you're at. Um, but basically the process is it comes in, it gets sorted either by machines. So the machines, if it's got magnets to pick up your aluminum or aluminum. I just can't even say it. Um, so it will kind of sort that or um, people are literally sorting by hand other stuff and then it goes through to get washed, to get shredded. A lot of the plastic sometimes get melted into like small little pallets, which is called noodles. And then that will be like kind of a raw material to then again, make other plastic items that um, you know people can, can use. But it's a very expensive process. So a lot of companies mm. prefer to rather use virgin plastic materials than recycled just because the price is so much more. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, that especially is, I think, important for everybody to take note and just sort of their own usage and just throwing it away, how it yeah. sort of affects that life cycle too. Just like, especially with that example of the yogurt cup that you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but moving on to your podcast, the, the name of your podcast, Mama Earth Talk, which I love. How, how did that name stick or how did you come up with that name? Yeah, so that was quite an interesting one. So um, as I am always looking at trash and um, I worked on a project in 2018 where I actually wore all of my trash for 30 days. And literally every piece of trash that I made, I wore. And I was living like the average person. So I would literally go up to people and like, hey, what are you having for lunch today? And they'll be like, oh, I'm having McDonald's. And I'll be, okay, cool, I'm having McDonald's. So all of the packaging and stuff that came with that, I would take oh, wow. and rinse it out, give it a little bit of a wash and put it in my, um, my dress that I was wearing. And so with this whole Waste Me Not campaign that we were doing, uh, I did it with a friend as well. So she was kind of living the opposite, you know, like the more sustainable way. And I was living the average person, um, like trying to make between, I think, I can't remember what's it in pounds, 
like it was two to three kilograms of waste and um so I'll have to kind of <laughs> convert that <laughs> um, oh, I think goodness. it's about five five or six pounds Oh, okay. of trash a day I, I yeah I, I'll I'll have to be corrected on that but yeah so we had this kind of slogan between us like saying that you know mama earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds because you know you honestly have to be crazy to wear your trash for that long <laughs> and then the slogan kind of stuck with me and then I decided well um why don't I just call it like mama earth talk you know like it's everything about Mama Earth. And, and then I also kept the slogan. So I refer to the audience then as like the crazy birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I didn't want to get to that. I did notice that in your show. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad we got to touch upon it. Um, but what made you want to create a podcast in particular? Because, you know, there are a lot of forms um, of media that you can use. And so what made a podcast sort of make the most sense for you? Yeah, well, I wanted kind of, so as I was walking around everywhere um, with this trash suit, I got a lot of the same questions over and over. And um, so I just figured out that there's a lot of people that want answers. And so I looked at different platforms where I can, you know, they um, basically provide people with these answers. And then every time when people ask the same question, you know, I could give them a quick answer, but then have somewhere where I can direct them to and say, hey, you know what, go to this episode or go to this blog or go there and there you'll find it um, or even more, more about the topic. So then I just figured out, you know, a podcast, it's, it's just voice, you know, people can listen to it when they're doing another thing. It's not like they have to watch a YouTube video or mm -hmm. sit there and read a blog. So that's why I decided on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I think that's an incredible point, too. Just people love to do, we call it, it's almost like a secondary form of media because people love to do other things while they're listening to podcasts. It's one of those few things that you can do. It's sort of absorb the information while you're, say, going to work or cleaning or doing what have you. Um, so I know we talked a little bit before we started the show about your social media accounts. Um, do you want to tell everybody sort of what's happening with those? Yeah, sure. So, um, so I previously, for the last few years, I've just been using the account designed by Mariska because that was like kind of my design company, my artwork and that kind of led into my whole sustainable journey. But um, at the moment, I'm like splitting everything a little bit up so it's a little bit more organized um, and people can, you know, go to a specific thing that they would like. So if you, you know, want to hear about the podcast, then everything is Mama Earth Talk. Um, and obviously the website is mamaearthtalk.com. But if you want to see more of like my artwork and like, the trash to treasure stuff that I've been doing, then mm -hmm. that's all at Design by Mariska. And if you just want to um, see what I'm doing, you know, getting some tips and advice on how to live more sustainable and, you know, zero waste lifestyle, then that's all at Zero Waste Mariska. So that's like on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, basically all of the stuff. But for the website, everything's kind of just with the podcast on Mama Earth Talk at the moment. So you've got the blog, 
some awesome recipes and then yeah just basically all the episodes of the podcast oh wow okay so that's interesting the website's got all of that for you um i think it's yeah. pretty important to note too um so what was your first experience like with podcasting and i kind of want to gear it towards sort of the podcast and your website like how did those two things work together um, did one come before the other? They released at the same time? Yeah, so I kind of always had like um, like a website where I just had like basic information and things. And I think it's really important to note that, you know, for me starting this podcast was quite a big venture because I, when it comes to technology, I'm not the most technically advanced person. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I have to sort out IT stuff, it just gets passed on to my husband. And if he can't sort it out, it either gets dropped completely <laughs> or I have to go and get someone to do it. Um, so, yeah, so doing that was was really hard. Like, you know, me trying to sort out a website in the beginning. Oh, my gosh. It, it nearly prevented the podcast from going forward just because I found it so difficult. And, you know, there's so many hosting companies out there and I spend hours and hours like researching, you know, which hosting company is is the best and like how much this is going to cost you. And, you know, thinking that you need to pay this much money to just host your podcast and you don't even know if it's going to, be successful or if you're going to enjoy it. So it's quite a lot to think about in the beginning. And it was, yeah, it was really intense. Oh yeah, certainly. That's what we discover a lot with people just getting out because you can be an incredibly well talented at audio production or just social media marketing stuff, but there's always going to be something you don't know. Um, And I congratulate you on your website. It was very easy to use. Um, and I think <laughs> that's kind of something we don't see a lot, honestly. Um, so do you have any other experience with broadcasting? It's because I think your show is very well done. Um, very oh, clear audio. You. Yeah. So I was wondering if you transferred any previous skills uh, that you had to doing the podcast. So, I mean, I've done over 120 episodes. So I've kind of learned along the way. Um, I mean, if someone goes and listens to like the first second or I don't know maybe the first 10 episodes they would be like whoa this sounds so much different because I um I was still like trying to figure out what what to do how to do every setup and everything um but I I never wanted to kind of delete those episodes because I felt they were kind of how my journey started and it's always great for me to kind of look back at that to know you know how much I've advanced in the last few years Um, But when it comes to broadcasting, that was also something that kind of triggered for me to start like a podcast that's voice. Um, I had quite a few different um, experiences with uh, radio. So um, I've been, (laughs) yeah, I've been on quite a few different radio shows um, as my journey progressed for my sustainability. So it was like you know, interview here and there and, you know, going into the studio and, you know, talking to people for about 10 or 15 minutes, answering questions. Um, But it wasn't like a regular thing, but that definitely helped me to give me some confidence to know that people's out there and listening. So, yeah. Okay, excellent. Um, And also um, the podcast, is it tied into any sort of 
business that you have or is there like a non-for-profit that you work with or is it sort of just a passion project to educate people? So it is kind of a passion project um, or it started as a passion project um, because like kind of my artwork, so I would say that's kind of where the bread and butter comes from, <laughs> from creating artworks and working with campaigns with different um companies but yeah the uh, the podcast has also led to other opportunities because I do consultancy as well for sustainability whether it's like a one-on-one or whether it is actually for companies or small businesses to even larger businesses just to provide them with um you know the kind of knowledge to help their company to transition to a more like sustainable um company as well Can that be found on your website or is there another spot that that, uh, people should go to to reach out to you about that? Well, they can, they can just um, go to the contact and just send me an email. Um, At the moment, I do have quite a few things that's going on, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, once, once everything is like kind of chilled a little, (laughs) I would go and add that onto onto the website just to tell a little bit more about the services and stuff that I do offer. So currently it's not on the website, but if someone is interested in, you know, talking to me about helping them in particular, then yeah, just send me a message and I'll be more than happy to talk to them about, you know, how I can help them if it's possible or what the process would be. All right. Excellent. And I think being too busy is probably the best problem anyone can have, uh, especially with the work that you do. Um, so I know you mentioned you had, uh, I think 129 episodes recorded. Do you, uh, do you know how long you have been podcasting? Yeah. So I can still remember the first one I did. Um, I, I was, I launched the whole podcast in August, 2018 and I was in New York for holiday at the moment. Um, so yeah, it was, it was quite a special special one, um, to think, you know, that was kind of where the whole podcast was like released out into the world and yeah it's been it's been great ever since then all right that's excellent and um your episodes uh is there a schedule a particular schedule you follow for people that want to check them out or want to become reoccurring listeners for them to know about yeah sure so i mean when i started out the podcast and you can probably see that from the website in the beginning i used to release two episodes a week i was very enthusiastic but it's quite a lot of work, especially if mm-hmm. you do everything yourself. Um, so then I just like down to one episode a week. And currently I'm on one episode every two weeks. So it's usually um, every Monday. Well, it will probably be Sunday in the US, but it's Monday mornings at 5.30 a.m. in Perth. That's when every podcast gets released. So every second week and it's, quite a strict schedule that I keep so you won't miss one if you um, check it out every second week. Uh, that's excellent. We, we always suggest people keep to a strict schedule just so their listeners don't get disappointed. You don't want them waiting for your content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> just give them what they want. Um, so uh, I know you mentioned sort of like developing your own website. Um, who is part of your podcast team? Or what other shows do you work with? Yeah, so um, I'm pretty much a one-woman show at this stage. 
Um, I, I did, geez, I can't remember even up to where I did every single thing myself. Uh, but the last few months, I've been fortunate enough to actually get someone to help me with the editing because I just felt if I have to edit one more podcast myself, <laughs> I might quit. Um, so, so yeah, I got someone and he's super, super quick and he just does everything amazingly. Um, so I'm so happy with that. I do hope in the next um, few months to actually kind of expand the team to get a more, get a, a few more people to actually help me. Um, just, yeah, cause you know, doing show notes and transcripts and everything can kind of oh, wow, add yeah. up um, for like one person. So that's why you don't always see that every time because I try to focus, you know, to provide the best um, episode that I possibly can. And then, you know, sometimes some of the other stuff is like lacking, you know, like to make sure it goes on every social media post or things mm -hmm. like that. So, um, so I hope to improve in the next few months, but yeah, for me, the most important is just to have a good quality audio that, um, that our listeners can actually enjoy. Oh, okay. Okay. Excellent. Um, so I know we sort of been talking about your show a lot, but your show in particular, sort of what do you want to get out of each episode and what is it about in general? So kind of the whole podcast is all about sustainability and I wanted to provide people, you know, with some tips and also knowledge at different stages where they are in their sustainable journey. You know, many people um, might not know about the five R's, how you can reduce your waste. So then that would be something that when you, if at the start of your journey that you get to know of and that you learn about. And um, I still want to make it so that it's fun and that it's easy to listen to because, you know, sustainability can be a very like hard topic to talk about. And, you know, it's not always very lovely, some of the stuff that you hear and see. So I wanted to kind of, you know, break that barrier as well um, and to create a community that is really easy for all of us to also interact and, you know, to learn along the way as well. Okay, excellent. And speaking about those tips, uh, is there a favorite episode that you have or one that you think sort of exemplifies your show best to somebody that wants to sort of see what the show is all about that you'd suggest? Oh, geez. Um, well, probably... One of my favorite episodes, and it's just because, you know, um, it, it's kind of part of my journey, would be episode 20. And that was one of the first ones that I kind of recorded way back. And mm -hmm. I had like three of my sustainable superheroes that I um, talked about. And, you know, just like 105 episodes it took almost, but I got um, I got all three of those people to be guests on my podcast. So for me, that's a very special one because, you know, it's kind of me looking back at that and be like, you know, I love these people. I admire them. They are kind of people that got me on this journey and got me started as well. And, you know, to know that I've had all three of them on the podcast. So for me, that's quite a like an amazing one but for anyone that's kind of new to the podcast they can just go to on my website there's a link that says start here and they can click on that and it's going to give you like a few episodes that you know you can start with 
And um, I mean, geez, there's so many people. If you if you want to know about social sustainability, I had um, Gary Vaynerchuk's chief heart officer, Claude Silver, talking, you know, how we can actually, you know, incorporate that into the office. Uh, so that was also another great episode as well. I think it's episode 68 or something. I can't remember. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> after yeah, after that just... many, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> yeah, you can just type in. There's a, there's a very convenient search bar, so you can just type in Claude Silver and we'll pop up. <laughs> okay, excellent. Um, and when you first started the show, um, what was probably your biggest difficulty or the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome? I would definitely say it was this like technical aspects of creating a podcast because, you know, in the beginning, I, um, my husband was great enough to actually set me up with a really awesome like Zoom mic from the beginning, but I had no clue how it worked. So I was at some events trying to like talk to people and record it and like half of the stuff didn't record and I was like, oh my gosh, you know. So I would say definitely that was my biggest biggest thing um you know just to kind of make sure that the technology side is working well and um in the beginning especially it was such a stressful thing because i constantly while i'm talking and interview someone i was like oh is it recording can i see that it's recording you know oh, so yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was always this kind of hurdle um that i i was facing so i yeah that that's probably the hardest one i would say well, I'm very glad you stuck with it because it really shows that you sort of uh, developed your show at an incredible rate. And uh, just hearing that you're actually thinking of expanding it even more, um, I love to hear that on this show. Um, speaking on that, how, how, do you how do you feel your show is going to be going in the future? Do you think it's going to be sort of any major changes to like roll out or is it just personnel, that type of thing? Yeah, I think it's just going to be people that – that's going to help me to even, you know, um, provide people with more value. And um, I'm still going to, if if I do have loads of help, then I can actually get the podcast um, back to like once a week. But I think that's still a while um, from from now. But the the structure will kind of remain the same. I mean, I, I always try to bring as much value as possible and to get like really amazing guests as well um, on the show that people can learn from. And, you know, I'm learning as I'm going as well because there's just been so many amazing guests. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the only thing that you'll kind of see change is that, you know, we can provide more value in the sense of, you know, better show notes, um, stuff that's transcribed. And yeah, so that's kind of kind of the hope on that. Certainly excellent goals to keep in mind um, for anybody that is starting a podcast. Um, but your podcast in particular, is was it something that sort of developed slowly um, around a core concept or sort of what were the concepts that you wanted your hat show to have in it? Like what, what needed to be in it for you to be happy with it? Yeah, well, I kind of, um, from the beginning, so I would say probably about three, three or four months leading up to to like re releasing the first episode. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to create like this whole like avatar of, like who I want to talk to. And I really went into 
detail in making sure that I always know exactly who this podcast is for, that I don't kind of lose track halfway and, you know, you just start producing, 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 and it's not really for the audience that it was intended to. Um, so for me, that was always the key to really be able to answer questions for people that's on the sustainable journey and that it was people that was kind of either starting with their journey and, you know, kind of in the middle of their journey. And then some stuff every now and then was, you know, for people that's a little bit more advanced in the sustainable journey, but it's mm -hmm. still a learning curve for every single one. Um, so that was kind of what I set out to from the beginning. And even still to today, I often go and read what it is that this little avatar of mine is. And I just make sure that every episode, I try to provide that avatar, which is my audience, with the best podcast episode that they can listen to. And your journey in particular, um, in your show, do you ever sort of reflect back on questions you had um, back when sort of you first started? Or do you, do you sort of continue this growth? And so the audience uh, sort of develops with you? Or is it more reflective? There's definitely been stuff that I look back on um, and that can be anything from an episode where I'm talking just me on the podcast and I'm, um, you know, talking about a specific topic. Um, but it, it's, you know, sometimes when I have a question um, that I get from whether it's social media or anything, I try to also put stuff from my personal experience in there as well, because I don't want to just like come forth this this person that like, oh, I just like know it all, you know? <laughs> um, but I, I want people to know that, you know, my journey took me a few years to get where I am at. And, you know, there's, there's sometimes where I would talk about, you know, me using a plastic straw when I went to like Cuba and, you know, I was like drinking a with a straw every single time. And that was part of my journey. And, um, you know, so I do bring certain elements back, but the whole podcast also, there's been many people that's been listening to it from the beginning. And, you know, so they, they have been, been on this journey with me as well. So we kind of develop as well, but I do throw back stuff um, time and time again, just to kind of, you know, tell people, you know, hey, I was on this journey and I was there. I was using so many straws. I was, you know, I, I used to have a bin in our house, you know, now I don't. <laughs> so it's, it's that journey that I, I try to keep them on as well. Oh, okay. I think that's pretty helpful, and especially with growing your audience base. Um, speaking of that audience that you have, who do you think um, would benefit for your show or if somebody sort of is a newcomer? Like how, how should they look at your show? if they're first stepping into it? Yeah, well, it like, like I said, it could, like the topic of sustainability can be a little overwhelming. So, you know, mm -hmm. I would say um, the podcast is, is really um, for people that is either curious about sustainability or you've just started out with sustainability, then there's heaps of content to actually help you you know, to reduce the waste in the bathroom, to reduce waste when you're traveling, to um, so, like, why don't we need so much food waste? Like, how can we compost? So it's got different topics, but then it's also 
um, some fun and interesting stuff for people. You know, if you just um, want to hear more about some sustainable brands, if you're thinking about getting a new pair of jeans, then, you know, there's some episodes on there that can actually help you to find a sustainable company. Um, so, yeah, anyone that's kind of curious about the topic on sustainability, I would say, you know, give it a go and see the, you know, and find, look at some of the episodes. I mean, before you listen to any episode, go and have a look and see if there's any particular topic that you like. You know, if you're into surfing, um, you know, go and find the episode. There's one where I spoke to a professional um, surfer and about his journey. So maybe something like that could resonate more with you for the first episode and then just take it as, as you go because there's quite a lot to go through. There certainly is a lot. And I would say the episodes that I checked out, the show was incredibly inviting. Um, I think you did a very good job just sort of explaining what was going on, especially if, with your guests. Very good questions to keep the audience engaged. Um, is there any more plugs you want to give out for either your show or shows you work with? Oh, um, well, I think I've done all the handles and everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I mainly just work with, um, with this podcast. I've been a guest on quite a few podcasts um, as well. And it's just amazing for me to see that the podcast community is also just like so, um, so inviting. And, you know, the ones that I've been kind of dealing with and everything's just been, it's been such a pleasure working with a few of these people. Um, and I'll definitely put some of those links up um, in the future as well on the website, you know, some of the podcasts that I've been on um, so that people can go and listen to that as well, just to, um, to get another perspective. Okay, perfect. And thank, uh, thank you, Mariska, for joining us. And I want to thank you for listening today. Uh, be sure to check out Mariska's show, Mama Earth Talks, on MamaEarthTalk.com. Check out our website for the latest episodes of this show. If you are listening and interested in being on the show, email us at info at APSProduction.com or reach out to any of our social media accounts. I'm Nash Moore reminding you that your podcast is always as good as you make it.